Oh yeah, she's that country girl who overcame the stigma that southern women were barefoot, backwoods, and backwards. Now she's an articulate voice for conservative values and wisdom in America. Sitting on her front porch sharing common sense, here's Marnie. Hi, welcome back to my front porch where we talk about common sense principles in America. Today I'd like to read you a little bit of an excerpt from Ronald Reagan's Stories in His Own Hand. This is actually actually a compilation that was made after, uh, I believe after his passing. He was talking about in this about de Tocqueville. Uh, De Tocqueville was a Frenchman who came to the United States in the 1800s. And uh, he came to try to figure out what makes America great. What makes America great? And this is what de Tocqueville said when he went back to France and wrote his book. This is what he said. This is Reagan quoting Tocqueville. Going back to France, he wrote a book about democracy in America. He said he had sought for the greatness of America in her commodious harbors and her ample rivers, and it was not there. Nor did he find it in our rich mines and vast world commerce. He wrote, quote, Not until I went to the churches of America and heard her pulpits aflame with righteousness did I understand the secret of her genius and her power. America is great because she is good. And if America ever ceases to be good, America will cease to be great. Reagan continues, in his book, he told his countrymen how, to, how in America a citizen would see a problem that needed solving, that he wouldn't call on the government, but would cross the street and ta- talk to a neighbor. They would talk to others and soon a committee would be formed. The problem would be solved. And as de Tocqueville said, You won't believe this, but no government bureau will be involved at all. Okay, so that was in the 1800s. No government bureau involved in creating the solutions for whatever was happening. The people would just do it. And I think in America today, we still have a little bit of that. Let's get in there and fix it. But to more and more degree, we're saying, you know, let the government fix this. The government ought to do something. And to the degree that we are not stepping up and living our beliefs, living our religion, so to speak, and helping other people to the extent that we don't step up and live our religion is the the extent to which we are going to decline and we will lose our greatness. And we have lost a lot of our greatness because we don't step up as we should. We do a lot of times in natural disasters, I believe, and and that's great, but on a day-to-day basis, we need to be stepping up proactively more and not depending on the government to do it. I have a good friend who is a school teacher in Kentucky. She teaches third graders, and she was telling me about something she's doing in her class. So what she's done is she's asked her third graders, what, do they have a big dream? Do you have a dream that you would like to accomplish in your life? And these little third graders, I believe it was like 13 out of 21 of them, said something to do with helping the homeless, that they wanted to somehow help the homeless. And she thought that was so sweet that she wanted to help them do something toward their dream. So she's looking at bringing in experts to talk to them about homelessness and how it affects society. She's also going a step further and trying to organize, organize them around a activity 
and she's still figuring that out. They're going to brainstorm together as a class on what they can do to help the homeless. But she's leaning toward looking at how they could collect and recycle things like perhaps toys and take those to the local homeless shelters. So she's teaching these children to be proactive and if they see something that they believe in that they want to help and they want to make a difference to actually do it and not wait around for somebody else to do it. This is what she told me. Uh, she said, I believe that if kids could sculpt learning around their personal causes, it could keep a lot of folks out of trouble. Once you have success, seeing your dream come true, knowing you were able to contribute, you want to do it again and again. And I think she's onto something and it would be great to see more and more people doing this. And in fact, I would like to spotlight, I'm going to spotlight her class if it if all goes well and come back and tell you a little bit more about what's going on with her class as, as the school year proceeds. But I'd like to hear about other people that you know of who are taking proactive action and stepping in and doing good things and coordinating people to, to do like de Tocqueville witnessed in the 1800s, you know, form a committee and fix this problem. No government bureaucracy needed. Um, so that's my thought for today. How can you step out and help others? What can you do? Let's take it upon ourselves to make the world a better place, to make our own country great again and return to our roots, our belief systems that teach us to be kind and good and loving to each other and help each other. And, and all those things that Christ taught, really, you know, those churches that were aflame with righteousness in the 1800s, we've lost a lot of that. And we need to go back to that, discover our connection to God, who is the God of this land, and live in a way that is righteous, because righteousness equals prosperity, and that is the greatness that we're seeking for. If we want to make America great again, we've got to be good. It's to the extent that we're not good, we have lost our greatness. Y'all take care. God bless. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.